Let's Be Legendary podcast is a member of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts ranging from true crime to nerd culture and convention news, please visit nerdandtie.com. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we've missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include adult language, mature themes, mentions of a minor character's suicide attempt, and the sound of fireworks towards the end of the episode. There's a safe episode without the fireworks sounds on our Patreon in a public post. Link will be in the show notes. Beyond vast deserts and towering cities of steel and steam, forgotten groves and dark forests lay hidden in plain sight. The world holds its breath as each piece is set for the game to conclude. With each step I take, I feel the strength of all those who came before me, running with me, guiding me. With each step they take, The cracks grow wider, and the fractures deepen within her heart. With each step I take, I feel myself on the other side of a mirror, and reality slips further from my grasp. I hear the wilds, and feel who I am meant to become. I hear the wilds, and change is balanced on the tip of a blade. I hear the wilds and know it is only a matter of time. This is the Feywild West. These are the spaces beyond the door. Let's be legendary. Welcome back to Let's Be Legendary, Wild West Edition. I feel like I need a harmonica for the occasion. Look at this graph. (laughs) Last we left our honeymooning adventurers. Hmm. I guess. It's really an adjective. I looked up vacationing and that was... (laughs) It can verb, it's fine. They had discovered and purchased a magical construct named Harmon, who is sentient. Yep. I feel weird about saying we purchased him. That, that More is, like we bought his contract. We bought out his contract. That, bought out that, the contract. That's better. Let's, yeah. Yep. And had purchased his contract from Dragonborn Risden, whose inn had been failing. And a desperate search for anything to save her business, she made a deal with the broker <sighs> and gave up her nine-year-old son. Ugh. We all have some feelings about this. Yeah. None of them good. None of them helpful at the moment. <laughs> the broker did promise that he had no intention for any harm to come to the child, but the child's fate is still unknown. Yeah. We're doing what we can, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So, you two had gone to bed after making sure the kids had eaten and taught Harmon how to make coffee. Because mm-hmm. coffee makes people like you, apparently. Mm-hmm. And it's like to give them to the kids. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and we said no. 
And I was like, yeah, get some stout to done that shit. No, let's not give the five-year-old and the 12-year-old any more caffeine at all. Like any at all? Any at all. They don't need it yet. We're going to wake up and he's going to be giving them coffee and they're going to be just bouncing. We just have to peel them off the walls. Well, thankfully, we have festival day stuff to do. So you can... Are you still okay taking them around? Yes. Okay. Where are you going? I'm going to sell all that junk. Vendor trash. Yeah. Actually, I did wake up extra early mm-hmm. and try and find a place that would sell earmuffs of some kind. Okay. Um, noise blocking out things. Make an investigation check. Honey. What? I need guidance. I'm about to go off on my own. <sighs> Help. Sleepily flap you in the face. Ow. Thanks, honey. Okay, so eight plus nine, ten. Investigation? Uh huh. Twelve. Twelve, cool. You only needed a ten. Oh, cool. Chef. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> I said thank you. <laughs> so it takes a, a little while, like you know, ten minutes going around looking. But you actually managed to find a clothing vendor that actually sells stuff or, like, going on expeditions up into the mountains. Oh, okay. That sells some cold weather gear and you find earmuffs there. Okay. Then... For Adrienne? Yeah. To the festival? I figured it would limit her... Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...the stimulation for the most part. It's not going to cut down on the, the visuals, but I figure if she's hanging on to you... All right, so I just go and buy some... Yeah. Earmuffs for Adrian. They're like two silver. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. I have five silver I need to get rid of. Gotta save that for Air Pike. What? The two silver? Because <laughs> we're not DMP anymore, so we have to pay to go up and down. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be like, we are former DMP. And it was just, disp- I'm going to try to roll a really good persuasion check on the upper right there. Is does it apply to the militia? Because you could just say that you're a part of the militia. <laughs> I can't lie. Say, isn't former DMP supposed to be a part of the militia? Don't the militia get access up and down? <laughs> you can try that. We'll see. So I come back with with earmuffs, and they would have had fluffy pink ones. I totally get those. Yeah. <laughs> do they have bows on them? No. Yes. Yes, they do. No, no but yes, they do. you could tie bows on them. Well, I, unlike some Italian princes, I don't keep ribbon on me. I just have coffin spikes and linen to wrap bodies in. She might have ribbons in her room. Okay. What time is it? I went out in the morning. Like how early? Like eight. Oh, okay. So I'm awake. Yeah, you'd be awake. Are the kids awake? Yeah. When you get back, yeah, the, the kids are both awake. I'm trying to cook. How's it going? It's fine. I mean, it's going fine, sort of. I don't really know what I'm doing, so I'm making quite a mess. But, I mean, there's a recipe. Four. I think. You think? Is there a recipe? I didn't have any. Oh, but then I'm just trying to remember what you did to make pancakes. Oh, okay. I come in and come up behind you and, like, put my, my chin on your shoulder. Do you need help? Um, I think I've got it. All right. It's a little bit lumpy. I'll just keep staring it. Oh, well, that's what I'm doing. The lumps will go away. Huh? Okay. Looks good. Does it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Adrian, in here. Uh, she's out on the couch reading. Oh, okay. I'll come in. And so, you gonna come out with us to do the festival stuff? Shrugs. 
Lots of people. There are going to be lots of people. But I have a surprise for you. Kind of gives you a wary look. And I take out the pink EMFs. Mm -hmm. So these are made to keep your ears warm. But watch this. So I, so she can see, like mm -hmm. watching, I gently like place them over her ears. Mm -hmm. How does that feel? She like tilts her head at you, put her hands up, lifts it away. How does that feel? And she smiles mm -hmm. and puts, puts it back down. And then I clap, not hard, but she can see I'm, I'm yeah. going to make a loud uh -huh. clapping motion. How's that? She's, she smiles, takes them off. Is that better? She nods. All right. So there are gonna be a lot of people, but this is gonna help with the noise. But anytime you need to take a break and go back in the house, you just let us know, okay? Okay. Okay. And mom's making pancakes. <laughs> she makes like a really skeptical face. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, her pancakes are all right. <laughs> God. And they're fine. Terrible cooking is not as good as you. Uh, I've had more practice. Oh yeah. Then I like kind of whisper, just wait till Jareth eats it first. Then you can tell if they're good or not. Jareth's a 12-year-old boy. He's going to eat anything. Exactly. Oh, okay. She doesn't know that. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of that one, how's he doing? Uh, he actually eventually comes down as well, looking a little better. He had been just kind of slouching around the last couple days. He comes down with a little bit more energy and mom's making pancakes. They'll be fine. No way. Everyone's like, oh, she's going to burn it. Like, I don't think they're worried about that. I think they're worried about you putting hot sauce in it. <laughs> Thought about it. <laughs> oh my god. Adrian and Jareth might like it, actually. Because Jareth mm. likes hot things and, and He Adrian... likes hot things, but not the dwarven. Not my hot sauce. Yeah, no. Not the dwarven for Adrian might, but... Does she has has she tried that yet? I don't think she has. No, no, I made a really spicy Korean dish at one point, and she like she ate really liked that. She did like that, yeah. Yeah, so she might like it, but Talia will murder you. <laughs> no, I think I, I thought about it, but then I was like, no, I just put more sugar in because they're supposed to be sweet. So I think there's too much sugar. Mmm. Which is why it's lumpy. <laughs> why it's lumpy? Yeah. So they're fine. They're just kind of lumpy. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they are kind of lumpy. <laughs> I finished stealing them and I started cooking them and they're fine. They're just kind of ugly. <laughs> they're not shaped. They're not the like perfect round fluffy pancakes. They're just kind of amorphous <laughs> flat blobs, blobs that go into like weird shapes. Yeah. <laughs> so they're fine. They're just kind of ugly and too sweet. Kind of too, not, not too sweet, but like, oh yes, she put too much sugar in. Right. Alright, so I am going to go sell some stuff. Wait, we have to try these pancakes. Oh, I'm gonna try. I'm, this is while we're eating. Oh, okay. Yeah. Adrian's kind of like watching Jareth and <laughs> Jareth just eating them. Just He does seem still a little distracted, but yeah. So G starts eating them and makes a face, but like <laughs> continues eating them. <laughs> Even at five, knows. It's like, uh, just bite the bullet and eat it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go sell some of our crap that we've accumulated. I actually had an idea while people are getting dressed mm -hmm. and getting ready to go. I had an idea. You know how we're paying Risden 13000 Yes. For Haman yes. and stuff like that? I was going to ask her how much it costs to 
run the business month to month mm -hmm. and see if maybe we could become silent investors. Hmm. Because if we get, and the reason I'm thinking this, one, it's going to help her out. Yes. And two, in case we don't have any jobs lined up and this place starts doing well, we'd get an income. Not a bad idea, but there's always bounty hunting. Well, that's what I'm saying. If we don't have, I don't know how the political climate's going to shake out and who knows what what's going to happen. So, I don't know. Just an excess security. Well, don't disagree <coughs> with you, but there are also things that no matter what is happening with politics, there's always going to be crime. That's true. But how do you feel about that? That's fine. Okay. I'll ask on my way out then. You guys go have all sorts of fun. Oh, yes. Get in all sorts of trouble and I'll meet you. I'll, I'll follow your ring. Hmm. How long do you think it'll take you to sell out that shit? I don't know. I'm giving myself three hours. Oh, okay. Just so around lunchtime, perhaps. Yeah, I'll meet you guys for lunch. Okay. Oh, oh God, Italian is going to be... Who's all the noise? Is she going to be okay? I got an earmuff this morning. Oh, what are earmuffs? In colder temperatures, there's something that you can put over your ears to protect your ears because it's really easy to, for them to get, you know, cold and break off. Break off? Depending on how cold it is, yeah. And I don't think it gets that cold here, but if you're going up into the Black Teeth Mountains, the higher the altitude, it gets bad. Ooh. Yeah, but those things have a really good way of blocking out noise. Hmm. So, I mean, take the doorknob just in case she needs to, like, de-stimulate. Of course. But I figure that might help. Hmm. And she likes them. They're pink. Oh, fantastic. Okay. So I'll meet you guys at lunch. Okay. okay. All right. I need to go talk to Risden. Right. So uh, going out to find Risden, you find her where she seems to usually be, especially during the morning hours, mm -hmm. overseeing just, like, breakfast for the guests and stuff like that. So she's currently going back and forth, talking to her staff, and she sees you. Oh, Talia, um, I, I wanted to thank you again. You don't have to thank us. Um, I did want to talk to you, though. Yes? Are we around people? Th there are a lot of people around, and some of the employees, you know, paying attention because it's their their boss is over there, so. Mm -hmm. Well, I kind of motioned for her to, like, you know, off to the side a little bit. Okay, she follows. I had a proposition for you. That 13000 that's going to get you out of a hole, right? Yes, and hopefully allow me to invest in some better entertainment for the guests. Well, um... I had another idea, and it does come with a condition, though. Very well. But first, I need to, you to answer a personal question. How much does it take to run this place month by month? Uh, month by month, with employment and uh, with paying my employees, general upkeep, it takes roughly 5000 a month. Uh, between five and seven, I would say. So... Here's my proposition. Celine and I will become private partners. Oh. So we pay half of what it takes to upkeep this place and I, basically be investors. I, I don't know. Um. I mean, it does come with a condition. It's not for free. And hell, if you start making money, then um, we are going to please, want to yeah, we're going to want, you know as partners, but I mean, that's not a high on our priority list. I'd rather you get the place up and running and back to what it needs to be. 
but the condition is that you get some help. You hire somebody to come in and tell you what you need to do. Some professional help to get you back on track. She has this look on her face, like a mixture of confusion, a bit of almost look of hurt pride. I'm, well, I, I, I appreciate the offer. Um, I will need some time to think about it. I... And we also don't want our name out there. Or our titles. To be quite honest, it, we would be silent. No one needs to know that the Reaper and the Wanderer and White invested in a hotel. I'm sorry, did you say... Didn't I see in the paper... You hired us not knowing who we were? You were former DMP. That... Wow. Yeah. Well, I must say I am... Pleased to meet... <laughs> pleased to meet you again. But... Please, um... I, I, I will need I will need some time to think on it. Silent partners or not, if my brother... If my family discovered that I had accepted help it would not do well you're free to think on it but I would remind you not having help in the first place is what led to this mess but I'm not trying to embarrass you it's just an offer think about it thank you I shall also did you look at the restaurant bill I I did I'm paying for that. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. I don't know how she managed to spend a tenth of my monthly operating cost in a day. How? Talented. (laughs) When I get this, like, look on my face, it's like, yeah, that's my woman. (laughs) She's really talented. (laughs) All right, well, I have to go sell some firearms, so you have a pleasant day. And I go do something else besides sell firearms. Right. Back to you. Back to me. Celine. Mm-hmm. Upon exiting the Sundial Inn mm-hmm. and heading out into the main thoroughfare, you find that it is already very bustling. It's maybe like 10 o'clock, mm-hmm. but the market is already in like full swing with people going around. There are all sorts of vendors on the street, people mm-hmm. selling various types of festive clothes or mm-hmm. various relatively fancy clothes. I've so, got many fun hats. There are lots of fun hats. I'm going to get a fancy hat. <laughs> so like, what, what kind of hat are you looking for? Like, like, you know Barbosa's hat with the big feather hat? Yes. I want like that, but in white. <laughs> You're able to find that. With the big feather, what do you think? I turn to Jalus, what do you think? He's just kind of looking at it like, suits you. <laughs> Look at him quizzically. Is that a read? Hmm? You help me. Look at that! Shady <laughs> <laughs> bitch. Well, he is your son. He is my son, yes. Adrian is actually kind of. How's she doing? She's actually doing kind of okay. She's very aware of the people around her, so she's being careful not to, like, bump into anybody. Wandering around this this particular booth, like, looking at all the various, like, funny hats and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
She actually comes back with a type of knit hat mm-hmm. with big cat ears oh. on top of it. Oh, that's fancy. Would you like that? Not. Okay. How much? Oh, did I get any money? You've had a lot of the money. Oh, did I? Okay, yeah. cool. I'm using the what I... Oh, okay. So I, I, have, I have all the gold. You have pet tech, you have all of it. Oh, okay. So, Jareth finds, like, this really big pointy wizard hat. Ooh, there you go. There we are. <laughs> a pirate, a witch. And a cat. And a cat. Yeah. So you guys just continue down the Market Fairway with, <laughs> with all sorts of fancy goods to look at and lots of food. Oh, all sorts of like fried and grilled. Mm-hmm. You get about halfway down the market fairway, and then it actually opens up into a square before continuing on past the square. And in this square, there is a bunch of games Ooh. set up. Uh huh. They have a shooting gallery. Ooh, they have. Wait till your mother gets back. <laughs> they have ball throwing and. You know, challenges of strength. There's a stage with currently an arm wrestling thing going on. Oh, just wait till I don't want to back. <laughs> From selling all that shit. <laughs> and just various other attractions. Mm-hmm. Jareth is just like looking all around, and Adrian is just sticking close to you because even with the earmuffs on, there's a lot of noise happening. So mm-hmm. she's sticking close to you, but still mm-hmm. looking around at everything. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm holding her hand. Yeah. Jealous yeah. is fine, but yeah. I'm holding Adrian's hand. Yeah, just keep an eye out for people looking at him. Actually, make me a perception check. Okay. I have the advantage in perception, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, eight. Uh, well, even with an eight, you notice that there is actually a lot of people around that look just strange. Mm-hmm. You do spot a couple of tieflings. You spot a couple of people that remind you a little bit of Rivari, actually. Okay, so titans. You actually also spot a giant cat walking around, a taller version of Kauri. Kauri, yeah. yeah. I kind of nudge uh, Adrian and I'm like, look. She looks towards the tabaxi and just touches yeah. her hat and smiles. Uh-huh. Does the tabaxi see us? Mm, not really. <laughs> they seem to be currently busy at a game of throwing balls at targets. Uh-huh. But even though there are some people, there are actually some people shooting Jareth looks. They're also shooting all the other weird people looks. Yeah. <laughs> also, these are counties. They should be like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you should do? You should totally find a fortune teller. I was going to ask, is there a fortune teller? Yes, absolutely. There oh is a fortune God. teller. You should go and see like if they're fucking full of it. Hmm. All right, so what does this fortune teller look like? He is a man that looks to be in his, like, 50s human mm-hmm. with a very thin, curly mustache. Oh, bless. He's <laughs> hmm. wearing this, like, multicolored turban. It, it's very poorly, like, put on. And he's sitting in front of a uh, crystal ball. Oh, boy. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, jealous, take your sister. Okay. Watch this. Is he free? Currently he has somebody, but they quickly stand up after you arrive mm-hmm. and, and leave. And he sees you. Ah, oh, madame, welcome. Please sit. Allow oh. me. 
to read your fortune. Oh, I would love my fortune read. Thank you. You sit at the chair. I've never read my fortune read before. You have, uh, hmm? I've read my own fortune. You never had it. I got it. Yes, well. How does it work? I communicate with the spirits of the beyond through this magical crystal sphere. They tell me things about you, about about your past, and what may happen in your future. My future? Well, isn't it a bit frightening? Some find it quite frightening. (laughs) How do you bear it? He gets this very serious look on his face. It takes a sober bearing and... uh, I'm sure. (laughs) You must have... Quite a sober bearing. <laughs> you must be quite a strong person. Of integrity. Yes, well, he pushes a tin forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will be uh, two silver. Oh, of three. course. Uh, of course. Put, I, I give up two silver. There you go. Gives you a look and then gives you this very piercing look and then gazes into the crystal ball. Yes, I see you come from a far away place. Very far away. Yes, upon but foot, foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. You grew up fairly modestly, I can see. Loving I, parents. I, I am just like a poker face. Yeah, loving, loving parents. Do I see? Siblings? Do you? I need you to actually like roll a uh, charisma check for me really quick. That's pretty good. Charisma check. Yep. So, 17. 17? He sort of like looks up at you quickly trying to get a read. <laughs> blank. Yeah. Just totally blank. Um, yes, definitely a sibling. Hmm. Just Quite one? interesting. <laughs> No, uh, a few. Mm, Quite interesting. (laughs) But you left, you left home at quite a young age, I can tell. Hmm. How can you tell? The spirits are communicating that you have a wandering soul. Hmm. And now, now you travel quite often, taking taking on jobs, taking on special assignments. Yes. Completely, still just blank. No, yeah. Just totally blank. Mm-hmm. Not you, reacting at all. Do you have your DMP badge on, though? I, I had assumed so. Okay, but, sure, yeah. we say yes. They're <laughs> very interested in continuing to help people. And I see... I see a man, strong and handsome. It's quite, yes, quite the dashing fellow. You met him when you were quite young. Oh, could it be my husband? Make deception check. Because <laughs> I didn't say it. No, I made no, no. I made no declaration. You made no declaration, but I still made a deception check. Nat, Nat twenty. 20. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do believe it is, and oh, I, I can start touching my ring. I see children. They're behind you. (laughs) (laughs) Quite interesting. Yes, well, 
as to your future. Mm, I see. Challenges. Trouble ahead. Oh no. Yes, a very difficult mission. Oh no. Do you think I will die? Quite possibly. Oh. What else is the spirits telling you? It is quite unfortunate. Will it be painful? It could possibly be. But but if you can get through it, there will be great rewards. Great. Like, like what? Wealth, money, perhaps even titles. Ooh. It it is quite fantastic. But only if I am able to get through this challenge. Yes. It will be difficult. Do the spirits have any um, insight on how I might overcome this challenge? Well, you must take every precaution. You must try and ward against danger. If you are interested, I know somebody who sells wards and charms that could protect against such evils happening in your future. Oh, do you? Mm, yes. Well, obviously, I must go. To, I must. I, I must have them. Where, where would I find them? It is, and he like motions up the next. What a fucking bucket! <laughs> <laughs> he, he motions up towards the next row of souls. You must go to Calamans. Calamans. And he will provide you with what you need. Oh, thank goodness! It is so. Frightening to know that I must face this challenge. I am so glad that you are here to interpret what the spirits have in store for me. What was your name? Uh, my name is uh, Stal. Stal. And you hear a little echo go around you. Stal. 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 Just kind of like stops and <laughs> looks around. Is everything all right? Oh, yeah, sorry. I thought I heard someone else call my name just then. Hmm, how strange. Could it have been the spirits? It's quite possibly. They yes. do speak to me often. Yes, I see. It is a good thing that you are here to interpret what they say. Of course, there are some people I've heard who are claim to know what the spirits want, but really are just making it up as they go along. Yes, well, you must always be wary of charlatans. Stops again, just like... I'm, I'm sorry, did you, dear? I don't know, perhaps the spirits and I like kind of tap the crystal ball have something they are trying to tell you. He just glances down when you tap at it. And I'm kind of staring at it. Oh, is that what you see? He looks down at it. I'm kind of looking closer. Uh, what? What, what? Uh, Can't you see it? See what, what? Look. Look closer. He looks... There's a little bit of white mist inside. As far as he can see. Yeah. yeah. Do you see it? What? I... <clears throat> what? And the mist starts getting bigger. Uh, what? It starts he... swirling around the inside. It's like his brow is... What? In God's name. And it forms into a skull. That is spinning around in this mist. He immediately like stands up from his chair and like backs away from the table. And you hear the sound of crows calling. 
he looks up at you, and just his face is just white. I'm looking at the crystal, and then I look up at him, my eyes are white. The spirits are angry that one would lie in their name. Yeah, he just screams. And so is the Undertaker. And, uh, and, then, and then suddenly just back to normal. Yeah, everybody's fucking staring at him. And I'm looking at him very concerned. Roll me a performance check really quick. Okay. Use, Use a luck point. All right. That's a 15. 15 will do. So 17. He just suddenly realizes everybody's looking at him. He stands up. He's like, I'm, I'm fine. I'm looking at him very concerned. He, he looks over at you and there's this look that come across his face. And he's just like, like looking around at everybody, looking at you. Still looking very concerned. Yeah. I, I'm, I, my apologies. I tripped. <clears throat> and he just... It goes back to the table. I, mm, uh, I'm, mm, I, I, I apologize, ma'am. I, I, um, I need to close for a few hours. I'm uh, sh- I, um, I'm sure. Perhaps you should try. Uh, what was his name? Coleman. Uh, yes. Uh, actually, now that I think on it, I might indeed go visit him. For <clears throat> yes, if you'll excuse me. Of course. What does he do? He quickly, like, takes the crystal ball, mm-hmm. takes it and puts it in a trunk, mm-hmm. lifts up the table, and you had assumed it was, like, a kind of solid wood table, uh-huh. lifts it up, and the legs immediately, like, fold up underneath it, oh, and it folds in half, and he puts that in the case as well. <laughs> Well, of course, you'll need your chair, so I stand up. Uh, uh, those aren't mine. And oh. he <laughs> just takes his case and walks off. And then a little voice in his ear says, Thank you for reading my fortune. And he just, like, <laughs> runs. <laughs> oh, what a racket. <laughs> I look over at Jarvis. Was he watching this? The whole time. <laughs> and so was Adrian. Yeah. <laughs> I challenge them and I take a bow. Jareth claps and... Adrian just smiles, flopping her, her arms kind of back and forth, but smiling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Other people's misery makes our daughter yeah. happy. Yeah. You want to go see what Calaman has? So you you go over to the stall you had been directed to, mm-hmm. and it's like down a little ways on the street, but it's instantly visible. Oh, I take off my Oli symbol. I just kind of put it, stash it somewhere. Okay. You go to it. I'm still wearing my fancy hat, so. <laughs> it's all done in bright purples. Mm. These hanging drapes and stuff with a table with several charms hanging from it. And you see out in front of it, like actually taking down a curtain that seemed to like be blocking a lot of the jewelry from view. Mm-hmm. An individual wearing robes. Uh-huh. And this like very voluminous scarf that covers the majority of his face and his head is bald. Mm-hmm. He sees you coming and he's like, oh, hold on one second and gets back behind mm-hmm. the thing. How may I assist you? Are you Kalaman? I am, yes. I was directed to your stall by your uh, associate uh, stall. I was directed to your stall by stall. Ah, yes, stall. Uh, quite a reliable fellow. Yes, I... I... <laughs> Of great integrity. 
But he told me that there might be something terrible that is going to happen to me and that I should come to you to find some sort of charm or spell or something to ward it off. Mm, yes, mm, yes. Hmm. What mm, can you offer he, me? He nods and pulls his scarf a little tighter around his face. Slick. <laughs> <laughs> what can you offer me? <clears throat> I have um, many such trinkets and charms that can help ward off evil. Kind of narrow my eyes. Have I seen you before? No, never. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Man, that is all the fun. (laughs) No, I'm sure I've seen you somewhere. Perhaps have you been to Airpike recently? Perhaps. Uh, well, yes. Yes, in fact, I have been. <laughs> Maybe I've been there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, perhaps that is where. Oh. Uh, but yes, as uh, you see here, I have several charms, and he holds up various things. He holds up one that's like a mouse skull mm-hmm. that with several pretty little pebbles wrapped in copper wire mm-hmm. a- attached to a leather thong. This one protects against falling off cliffs. Hmm. Do you think that is what I must look out for? It's falling off cliffs. Well, I, 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 I do not know what my associates showed you, but... Mm, but it is good to protect against all types of dangers. Oh, and how much was that one? Uh, this one is a mere five gold. It's like 50 bucks. Well, you really can't put a price on protection, can you? Indeed not. You should raise your prices. I think you should be selling that for at least 10 gold. Oh, uh, well... I agree, it, it is definitely worth that much, but sadly I have found the common man does not seem to regard his own safety enough. Oh, and so you must lower your prices. How very, very selfless of you. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, this one here, he holds up one that looks to be a dried butterfly wing that is affixed to an earring, actually. Okay. <laughs> this piece here protects one from highway robbery. Oh. You know, I was robbed on the train a few months ago. I heard that there was quite a horrible rash of thievery and uh, robbing happening on the main lines. I was... I thought, well, if only they had my charm. If only I'd had one of your charms, perhaps I could have avoided it. Oh, and how much is that one? Uh, This one is two gold. Oh, only two to protect against uh, against highway robbery. Well, as I said, people just don't take their safety seriously enough nowadays. Oh, to have to sell at so, such low prices, this is a crime. And that last word echoes. He <laughs> gives like a little squeak. Everything okay? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Quite. Quite fine. <sighs> Well, perhaps the common folk are not worried about such practical dangers. What about the Undertaker? Do you have anything that would ward against him? It seems like for a moment he's forgotten what happened like literally two minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a different person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Diff- this is st- Stall. No, this is Calaman. Yeah, this is Calaman. Not Stall. Yeah, no. This is, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, Bless. (laughs) I I do, in fact, and he 
reaches down. <laughs> Make a perception check really quick. Oh, I, I have advantage. advantage. Oh my god, eight and eight. Um, I think I have twelve. Two so twelve. Twelve? Yeah. You almost don't see it. He got a total of 11. Uh-huh. But he quickly reaches down to a charm that has a label on it <laughs> saying for protection against runaway horses. Mm-hmm. But quickly, like actually quite dexterously, flicks the side of the sign aside mm-hmm. and in one motion picks up the charm and it looks to be a toad skull picks it up. This will ward off the Undertaker for a time if you are concerned about your measurements being taken too soon. Oh, isn't everyone? Quite a few people are. Well, if I am to uh, face this challenge that uh, Stahl warned me about, then perhaps it is beneficial for me to be very afraid of the Undertaker. Then again, and I reach down to take out my measuring tape, and I unroll it. Why should I be afraid of him? And a little voice said in his ear, I'll come to him eventually. He puts it down. I am, I apologize, uh, ma'am. I, I need to close up shop a, a, li- a little early this but you, fine day. But you, and I put my, and I, like, when he looks back up, the tape measure's gone. Yeah. Oh, but we've only gotten started here. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I, um, I, I, I need to, uh, I need to. Yes? Put, put, I need to put away, uh, some, some things. Uh, I, it, I'm, 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 I apologize. I insist. I'm, I must close down for. For a time, I shall open back up this evening. If you if you must come back, oh, but, I, I I will be back. <clears throat> yes. Um, After all, yes. I take my protection very seriously. Nonsense. Thank thank you. As yes. should you. Anyway, I'll be back soon. They turn around and walk out. So, kids, what you think? <laughs> Jareth just kind of looks over his shoulder as you guys are walking away. Was that? Was that the? You held him. Shrugs. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> oh, don't yeah. worry. We're gonna go bug him, bug him again when your mother gets here. <laughs> Speaking of which, three hours go by, uh-huh. and Talia is not back yet. Hmm. Well, she did say she wanted to shop around, right? Mm-hmm. It's approaching hour four. As you guys are currently still wandering around. Mm-hmm. And if you like think on it with the ring that you have, mm-hmm. you think on it and you can tell the direction mm-hmm. Talia is. And she's been at one spot for at least, actually like the last hour, at least. Mm-hmm. Then a couple minutes later, you feel it it moving mm-hmm. and eventually coming towards you. I'm just like, eh, it's okay for a while. So, we've eventually... Got, we've gotten turkey legs. Yep. And churros. Hey, how'd it go? Oh, it went great. Yeah, I'll get you a turkey leg. Bless you. I'm starving. <laughs> Mommy scared somebody. <laughs> Do tell. I recount what happened with Stall and 
Kellerman. <laughs> oh, don't worry. They're going to be back later. I fully intend for you to go get your fortune read. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> well, until then, what are we up to? Did you guys play any of the games? When I nudge Adrian, who is a, a goldfish <laughs> in a baggie. Yeah. Oh, she, boy. She just holds it up. <laughs> and there are like five in there because she was really good at it. That's so. She smiles. <laughs> wow, we're going to have to get you a bowl for those. I say to you in night speak, even though I know she speaks night speak, but it's just that, but they're going to die in like two days. We'll just keep replacing the goldfish. <laughs> we'll just keep replacing <laughs> the goldfish. <laughs> so we have a fight, we have a fight on the goldfish. Yep, it's like, live. Yeah. <laughs> live. <laughs> live. <laughs> Cost 500 fucking gold every time you die. <laughs> well, what about the other games? Uh, they have a shooting gallery. They have a ball <laughs> toss. They have... I think they still have, they're still doing arm wrestling up on that stage over there. Uh, what's the prize for the shooting one? <laughs> I, I see that giant stuffed monkey in the banana. Yes? I want that. Oh, I got you a net. A hat? Here. What is it? Take it out of the bag of holding. It's just like mine, but it's in black. All right. <laughs> Take my hat off mm-hmm. and put it away and put on the feathered hat. Mm-hmm. Fancy. I feel like I got a bird on my head. Well, you kind of do. <laughs> yeah, hold on. I put Cortez on your head. There you go. Now you do have a bird on your head. <laughs> Cortez starts, like, pecking at the feather. Oh, get off. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting gallery. Yes. <laughs> I thought you'd like that. Jareth leads you over to where he had seen it. Mm. And there's currently quite a few people at it. They have five rifles set up. Ah, wherever the attendant is. Do I have to use these guns? Uh-huh. You are probably not the first person to ask that. <laughs> I can't use mine? No. I say in this pick, no, you cannot bring out this fucking whisper and use it to give me that stuffed monkey. You have to do it the old-fashioned way. I'm not good at rifles. All right, fine. All right, I'll wait till one's... One opens up. Make me a perception check really quick, though. 19. 19 plus 6. 25. You notice that there's a lot of frustration from a couple of these people as they take shots. Rigged. <laughs> yeah. You see them hit. Or, like, where they do hit, but... The carnival game rigged? What? Yeah, they don't seem to be on target. And there's one guy there that is just gets frustrated and keeps putting down two silver every time. (laughs) Can I look at the gun? Is it... Make a... Make a gunsmith's souls check. Oh, I don't know. So, but I'm proficient with it. You are. So, it is intelligence, but you're proficient in it, so... Okay. Uh, 17. Just a quick look tells you that the sights are misaligned. Can I fix them? No. You will have to adapt. I can try. Okay. I actually know why I bring Jareth up forward. Mm-hmm. Is that guy, is there attendant like nearby? Yeah, he is. So he's with veneer shot? Yeah. Okay. So I actually, I take the gun and I say this loud enough so the attendant and probably the next couple people can hear me. Uh-huh. Because I'm an asshole. Of course you are. And I start pointing out to Jareth, like I'm instructing him, why this gun is rigged (laughs) and why firing it is, you know, that I'll need to compensate for its shoddy craftsmanship. Oh, also while looking it over, 
it's painted over, but with that check while inspecting it, yep. I'll, it's painted over, but there is a Leroy Brown marking on it. And, <laughs> and then I say this, and I'm actually, I look up to see who's watching. Uh-huh. The attendant looks fucking bored, but he, he just is looking up at you talking, you know, relatively loudly mm-hmm. and just like, He's, 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 just he, that he thousand care. yard stare. Yeah, but what yeah. about the other people that are? Oh, uh, especially the one that keeps like putting down silver to like try again. Mm-hmm. And and then yeah. I point and then I point out it's like also this is a Leroy Brown brand, which you will know, my dear boy. He was arrested for mass murder and uh, terrorism, terrorism and corruption. Two of the people leave, and the attendant's just like. Come on, really? Can I'm... I use my own gun? No, I want to see you shoot with this shitty one. It's the rules of the game. Fine. Fine. Stop asking this person. Just what? Can I shoot one? No. With mine? No. It's the rules. You held him. It's the rules. I won't win anything. I just. All right, fine. I'll shoot with this gun. <laughs> All right. What's my what? What negatives do I take with this thing? Rolling. I'll tell you. It's rude. Guidance. Do I? Guidance doesn't work on. Yeah. Do I get an advantage because I know what the fuck I'm doing? No. Aha! Do I add anything, my decks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still uh, your decks and your proficiency bonus because you are still technically proficient. 28. <laughs> so you're just like, fine. Put shoulder it, le- lever the round into the chamber. Five shots just one right after the other into the exact same spot, right in the center of the bullseye. Now, if I was really wanted to show off, I'd do it to the other targets too. Oh, I don't know. You show off. Do I show off? You show off. I would show off, okay. Okay. You just like, uh, lever action, the, the shell in, and just one right after the other, just <laughs> from from where you're standing, all five targets, all bullseyes. <laughs> Puts the gun down. All right, I want the monkey. <laughs> the, guy, the guy's just kind of like, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not that one. It's a big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, that's the one I'm getting. Oh, okay. Just to, what's the smaller monkeys? I want the big one in the banana. He takes down a giant stuffed purple monkey with a giant banana. <laughs> there you go, honey. Yay, not carry it for me. No, that's not how this works. I look, I give you a look. Put it in the house. No. You have to show off, you have to show off your prize, your kill. <laughs> look at Jareth. I'm not carrying it. Ugh. Fine. And like, pull it over my shoulder. Fucking... The Reaper is walking around with a goddamn monkey. <laughs> and I look so happy. Is um is Stahl back? Yes, actually. Oh. Is that the one that I get a fortune head from? Yeah. There, yeah. hold this. Okay. So I like suave up. Is he like in a tent sort of a thing? Kind of. It's like a really small tent. Okay. With stars and moon pattern, but it, it is literally just meant to separate you from the outside and like. Right. <laughs> yeah. Earlier when he like, screamed and gone back, he'd actually like fallen through the back of the tent. 
hand into the outside. So so I can kind of hide within so that I can hear what's going on. But yeah. he can't see me. Oh yeah. fantastic. Okay. Okay. That's, so what, I that's like, what I'm doing with the kids. Yeah, I wink at the kids. Mm-hmm. And then I push in. Are you a fortune teller, sir? Yes, I am. He sits there again with his turban <laughs> tied around his head, his mustache, a little askew, but still just like very curly. I have some very important questions I need answered, and one such as yourself can answer them for me. Yes. I will be happy to assist in, in answering your questions. I and the spirits, of course. Of course. I sit I sit down, and I do that like man-spread thing, mm-hmm. where I've got like my legs are spread across, and I'm like leaning on, and I'm like looking at the thing. Is this, how, was this what you used to to talk to him and I like poke at the crystal ball thing. And he's like, yes, uh, please, please, please be careful. It is quite delicate. Sounds hollow. Uh, I assure you it is, it is not. It is rare crystal. It's it's quite expensive. I see. Anyway, I've got questions. Yes, indeed. What, what are your, what is your deep, most burning question? Well, first and foremost, think I need to know when I'm gonna die. Uh, and I get this like kind of manic look on my face. Y- yes, uh, many, many people come asking me such questions. I will warn you, the answer to such questions are often revealed in shadow. Oh, all right. So you don't actually know, but... I can provide insight. Got it. He takes a moment to compose himself and looks deep into the crystal ball. Mm, yes. You are a rather adventurous type of person. Very. <laughs> You're just giving you, him everything. You go out and seek danger often. Uh, All in, the time. And Today. Occup- <laughs> 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 An occupation like yours comes with Many hazards. You know my mm. occupation? Spirits know your occupation. <laughs> wow. Nifty. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> mm, yes. Yes, a member of the Dead Man's Promise. How did you know? <laughs> Knows full well I've yeah. got my fucking badge on. <laughs> Spirits reveal all sorts of things. That's amazing. So when am I going to die? Ping, 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 ping. No, please. Sorry, sorry. Mm. It's exciting. Do I go out in a blaze of glory? <laughs> Do I go out in a shootout? Do I get blown up? The spirits say that despite your wild adventures and dangerous occupation, you will live to a ripe old age. Really? Yes. Oh, can't wait to tell Ma. She'll be so proud. <laughs> Speaking of which, does she know what I got her for her birthday? That is a bit of a different question. Well, spirits know everything. Y- yes. <laughs> Indeed. It is... Quite likely she she knows. Because I was trying to be subtle, but sometimes, you know, I just blurt things out, and it's it's hard to 
you know, keep secrets, especially from your ma. <laughs> so, my next question. Couple outlaws out there, and I want them. I want to know if I'm going to catch them. One specifically escaped my grasp. But I'm going to get them. But I want to know when I'm going to get them. Dates would be nice. Specifics as well. I mean, I could tell if it helps the spirits, I can't tink, tink, tink. <laughs> If it helps the spirits, I can tell you how I'm gonna do it. So I'm gonna shoot his kneecaps first because one, that's a bit of a throwback because me and that group just don't get along that well anyway. And the first time I talked to them, um, they were a bit of a jerk. So uh, I shot the kneecaps off one of their dudes. He can't walk no more. But him, so I'm gonna take his kneecaps off. Maybe I'll take the leg. That happened the last time I did that with somebody. And then, <laughs> I actually had the leg and I was like waving it around. It was very funny. Anyway, so after that, I'm gonna shoot him in the shoulder and then I'm gonna shoot both of his hands. And that way he can't pick up a gun again. And then I'm gonna rip his head off. I don't know if I'll cut it. Maybe I'll do a head stop, but I'm definitely gonna take his head off. So when's that gonna happen, Grin? <laughs> He just sits there, like, kind of gripping the edge of the table. His knuckles are white, and he's... I'm in a small tent with a homicidal maniac. <laughs> Do the spirits not know? Tink, tink, tink. Actually, I pick it up, and I, like, like kind of shake it a little bit. <laughs> like, he's like, oh, please, please. Um, he, 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 like, takes it. Very light. I, uh, Definitely hollow. I assure you, it is not. It is an expensive... A tool used for gazing into the beyond. Into the beyond. Did you hear that? What? Did they say something? What'd they say? When am I going to get them? Uh, <clears throat> yes, uh, you you will indeed get your man. They are being, oh, the spirits are being quite um, flighty as to... As to dates, but soon. Soon. That's soon. good. I like soon. I'm sorry. Something wrong? Uh, Actually, there's one more thing I gotta ask. It's it's a little bit on the personal side, but you see, I think my wife's cheating on me. What? Wife? Yeah, my wife. Hold up my ring. See, uh... There's another fortune teller. I'm, I'm pretty sure it wasn't you, but uh, there was this fortune teller that told her that she had a, a tall, dark, handsome man or something. In that her she, future. In her future, she was in love with or something, and that was her husband. So she's cheating on me. Oh, well, well, well it is. Hmm. Sometimes it is difficult to read the beyond it. Could be that this other fortune teller misinterpreted what they saw. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm a firm believer in spirits. If they said that, then they were right. I mean, if they... Can you imagine if they lied about something like that? What I would do to them? <laughs> I think I have a very good idea. <laughs> <laughs> just It just burns my blood, you know? Enrages me, in a way. <laughs> my teeth get a little longer just a bit you know and just the, my wife my wife being told by a fortune teller that they're gonna have a husband so what's his name 
ting 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 Looking around, like stands up a bit. Ansel, are you okay? Ansel, <laughs> he like flinches from the noise. What's wrong with you? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I need to. And close. as he looks down at his crystal, it shatters, and he has a scream coming from it. <laughs> There's just lets out this high pitched scream and once again like everybody's looking like towards the tent <laughs> and is just, just like sitting back he's like, just, like he falls over his chair and falls on the ground <laughs> struggles to like stand up are you alright did they and the crystal's fine did they say anything anything huh. um yeah yeah yes yes they, they, they said, Andrew. Andrew. His name is Andrew. Got it. Hey, honey. Yes. Come here for a second. They come in. What is it? <laughs> oh, hello. Uh, Do me a favor. Hmm. Don't date anyone named Andrew. Okay. Thank you. And I reach for your hand. I put my hand in. And I kiss it. Mwah. Why would I date anyone named Andrew? Just taking precautions oh. and all. Anyway, have you met my wife? This is Celine. Oh yes, we, we met before. He was the one I told you about. You told my fortune before? Is that so? I'm... I'm sorry, I must... I is need... everything okay? <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> Please, um, I am not feeling well. <laughs> you don't look well. You don't indeed. Shall I call upon the spirits? No. Or perhaps the strength of the undertaker? No. On your behalf? No. My wife is a very accomplished cleric. She'd be more than willing to cure what ails you. I Forever. He just like looks back and forth between the two of you. He just turns and bolts back out the back of the tent. Well done. Nice. <laughs> should, we, should we take this little bolt? Oh hell yeah! Yeah, okay. glass. <laughs> hey, yeah, I pick it up and I start like. Careful, careful! I want that. Oh, you want to keep it? Yeah, of course. I'm going to put it on my collection of weird shit. Oh yeah, go for it. Yeah, put it in the back of vaulting. <laughs> Petty theft. I leave the guy five gold. Like, I just drop it yeah. in the trunk thing. It's yeah. like, thanks for letting us play with you. I pull one of Cortez's fezzels out and leave it with the, with the gold. <laughs> Don't pull it out, but it's like, he's got loose yeah. ones. Like. Yeah, it's like, give me a feather. Anyway, so, kids, that's how it's done. And yeah, we walk out, and that's how it's done. <laughs> oh, we're mean. How's um Calaman? Is this shop open? Do you walk over there? Mm-hmm. Oh, there's one other thing I have to show you. Okay. He's there, again, with the scarf mm-hmm. wrapped around his face. The scarf that looks a lot like a turban. Yeah. Yeah. Is this <laughs> the other place you wanted to show me, honey? Yes, it was. They have many charms that ward against all sorts of things. <laughs> he sees you coming. 
And just like he just puts his hands up, it's like, please, please. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls down the scarf. It's just like, Oh You look just like Storm. Fancy that. Twins, perhaps? Maybe. Hmm. Certainly you're not the same person. That would be ridiculous. And running a bit of a scam, I see. Please, please, just leave me alone. I'm just trying to make some coin. I pull out my cards. Is that so? He looks at the cards. Oh, you you don't need to. Um. So after I flip over a card. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Watch out for falling hawks if I were you. Uh. Anyway. Check your trunk. What? And then we walk off and do fair stuff, I guess. Yeah. It's approaching. Yeah, it's evening. How's Adrian been doing? At about five o'clock, she tugs on your coat, looks up at you. Time to go in? Nods. She actually looked really tired. She's five. Yeah. She should have had a nap time. Yeah. The spatial and noise stuff aside. Yeah. She's a five-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. We we find like an alley somewhere that doesn't have a lot of people in. Mm-hmm. And go and mm-hmm. put her inside. Yeah. Did you have fun today at least? She, she nods. Mm-hmm. However, the 12-year-old has got way more energy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, the, the 12-year-old has actually been like running back and forth between the various games. Mm-hmm. Bless. <laughs> I'm actually really glad. I'm glad that he's got a distraction of some sort. Yeah, same. He's actually picked up a couple pieces of jewelry, a couple for his horn piercings. Uh, Yay! Where's Harmon? He was actually still in the house. Mm-hmm. So he, he sees you when you come back in and just watches you come and bring Adrian in. Mm-hmm. And she goes up to bed. After I tuck her in, I come back down. Are you coming out? He stands up and follows you out, sees everything around. People. Lots of people. Festival. Festival. Where go? Where are you going? Nods. Where do you want to go? You're free to go wherever you want. You know, you should probably go see Nikki. To get a voice upgrade? Yeah. That's what I was thinking too, actually. Well... You can go wherever you want, Harmon, but, but, if I were you, I would head to Airpike, and I kind of give him directions mm-hmm. of how to get to Airpike, and I detail those directions down to the warehouse. Once you get to that spot, I would ask for Nikki, and then ask about a voice box. Nikki. Nikki. Airpike. Airpike. Nods. Thank you. You're welcome. Maybe we'll see you there. He does that thing where he like is still looking at you, but his body like <laughs> rotates and he starts walking down the alleyway. Be careful. And he just keeps going. You think he'll be alright? <laughs> no. I can't lie. So, <laughs> no, I think his eyes are going to break down or get stolen. Quite honestly. I think maybe he should come with us for now. I don't want to keep him if he doesn't want to stay. 
let's keep an eye out after we're done. And if he doesn't show up at Nikki's. I think, okay, honestly, so I think that we need to keep him around so we can teach him how to be a person. Yeah, but part of being a person is learning. In that case, let's just send the kids out. Ah, no. See? Just, see? Let's see what he does on his own. And uh, if he doesn't... pile of pounds. He's going to get, he's going to be decommissioned in like... I give it like 12 hours before someone steals him and takes him about. If he doesn't show up at Nikki's at the end of the week, then we'll... Because it takes like three days mm-hmm. for us to get to Airpike. So if he doesn't make it there in three days... Actually, before he gets too far out... Wait, wait I, I like splint to catch up him. Wait, let me... Armin, one moment. Hmm? And I just touch his shoulder. Do mm-hmm. I feel anything? Which nobody's he's made out of. He's made of iron. Oh. Brass, isn't Yeah, he's made of brass. Hmm. Cool. Okay, yeah. that's all. Thank you. <laughs> go on. <laughs> I go back. He's not tired. That's good? Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. We should feed the boy. He's actually been snacking on all sorts of stuff, like, the Never whole mind. day. Yeah. Never mind. He doesn't need to get fed. Yeah. At about this time, it's actually, like, starting to get dark, and you can tell, like, a lot of the festival is actually, like, starting to move down along the main streets back toward where you had gone on your walk. Oh, near the lake? Yeah. Oh. A a lot of the crowd is starting to move that way. Hmm. I guess we should move that way. Yeah. Who's jealous? Hey, kiddo, come on. Okay. I'm just keeping an eye on him. You make your way down towards the lake, and you can see, because it comes up to a hill before it goes back down towards the edge of the lake. Mm. There's a bunch of pavilions and lanterns set up all along here. And there's a space that's been roped out right by the lake where there's actually like a lot of like little tents set up around this big empty ring. Mm, okay. You can see some sort of performance starting to warm up over there, but there's like a lot of pavilions that are selling more like actual food, not just snacky things. Uh And there's also a lot of people like laying out blankets near the shore of the lake. Fantasmic is (laughs) jogging. Is there a spot we can get? Yeah. We have been walking all day. (laughs) Yeah, you have. All right, so yeah, you actually managed to find a position where you can actually see the uh, show that's going on mm-hmm. as well as like a, a view of the lake. You get not quite as well a view of the show, but you manage to see like over there, they have wild animals and acrobats Ooh. and that's something Jareth might want to go see. So yeah, he'll actually ask if he can go off and go and watch that. Of yeah. course, just be careful. Well, don't get eaten. <laughs> he goes off and to watch that and you can, you can see they set up some kind of scaffold and there's a couple of acrobats doing sky dancing. Ooh. Nice. I yeah. think I would fall and break my neck if I tried anything like that. Well, those people probably have a lot of practice. I would hope so. <laughs> I hope they didn't just wake up and say, I'm going to do zip today. <laughs> if they did, I'm very impressed. And about another hour passes and... Well, I'm showing you all the stuff I bought. Oh, so I got this bunch of soap. <laughs> like, what do you get at the Ren Fair? It's soap, soap uh, lotion, like jewelry, sometimes books. Okay, well, uh, I don't think I got any books. Definitely clothes. Oh yeah, I, well, I got I got these hats. Uh, yeah. What else did I get? Did I got you these want that outfit. Yeah, I'm wearing that outfit. Sexy. I'm wearing a pirate outfit. Sexy. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm going to abandon bounty hunting to be a sky pirate. <laughs> oh, a mug. 
I got us both mugs. Oh, cool. They're actually beer steins, but we're going to drink coffee out of them. Yep. Or beer. Whatever. See, you're an adult. You can do what you want. So I got a fake salad in one of those crystal roses. <laughs> yeah. How much did all this shit cost me? With all the stuff you got, <laughs> probably close to 50 gold. Okay, 50 gold. Not so bad. Well, so stuff. So the sun sets, and about an hour after sunset, some like light fireworks start up over the lake. Oh. Oh wow. They start off small at first, but over the course of like the next mm-hmm. forty-five minutes or so, it comes out into a pretty big show. Ooh. So are we just sitting watching it? Mm-hmm. Is Jella still at the other thing? Yeah. Okay. So while we are sitting there, Talia. Hmm? I owe you an apology. For what? For yesterday. Oh. That's oh, fine. No, it's not fine. And she looks like she's trying really hard to get this all out, but it's down. I should not have acted the way that I did. I should not have treated you that way, and I'm sorry. I appreciate the apology. I don't ever want to hurt you. I know. I don't want to hurt you either. I was just... I was looking at Risden, and... To be quite honest with you, Talia, I was... frankly disgusted, looking at this person who... sold her own child. Sold another person for her own gain. And I was looking at her, thinking, you are not even worth the tears you are shedding. You deserve every ounce of pain you are feeling. You deserve worse. I know it is terrible, but... No, honey, it's not. It really is, though. I should have compassion. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Were you? When she told us what she had done, and when we figured out exactly what she sold, I was... couldn't even begin to imagine. I was furious. I was revolted. I'm kind of looking at you like, kind of astonished. You know, for a half a second, I almost regretted pulling her back from the window. What? What do you mean? She tried to jump out when she realized. Oh, God, I'm glad I didn't know about that. I almost regretted it. But I just kept thinking over and over, how did it get this bad? That's what they would resort to. And then when she started talking about her family and they didn't help her, I think that's when my mind changed. I had to do something. If not for her, then for what she gave up. No one should ever be alone like that. No one should ever have to go through life alone like that. Growing up, everybody helped everyone. You weren't considered weak or a failure because you were having difficulties. You were considered weak if you didn't ask for help. Someone needed help carrying wood two houses over. They had at least eight volunteers. It's such a foreign concept to me to not help family. But your reaction, I was thinking the same. 
I wish I could be like you, Talia. What do you mean? And she looks like she's having an odd time. And she closes her eyes. All I could think when you asked me to open the door. And so she's having a really hard time with just getting these words out. I start rubbing her back. Encouraging. I thought I had defeated him. Not really, obviously not really, but when I stood there in the glade and I learned his name, I thought I have defeated you and you truly no longer have any power over me. But then, as I was looking at this woman, this horrible, selfish, and you asked me to open the door, I thought, is this how it is going to be? Is this how he defeats me? Is this what I must do, is go around the district and clean up other people's mistakes by his end? Is this what I must do now? No, Ani. That's not your job. That is what I was thinking, but... I should not have taken it out on you. I understand why you did. And I'm sorry. I don't think you do. You're... You're not like me. You're not... Like me. No, but I'm married to you. That counts, right? You know, unless you're going after Andrew these days. <laughs> she kind of she shuts her eyes and furrows her brow, trying to think. There's so much I don't know how to feel about, but still, I'm feeling everything and. I wish I could be like you. I still don't know what that means, then. You are always so willing to help anyone who needs it. Like you said, not helping is a foreign concept to you. Do you remember what I told you after we left the death house? What? Before I fell, my last thought was, Talia, run, get out of your donut, I'll get you too. But I knew that you would not. And I was so glad for it. Because at the end of the day, I really am selfish. <laughs> I don't know where you get that in your head that you are. This is the same woman, but up until recently, without the drop of her hat, I poke one feathers, <laughs> walk into a new town and start healing people. Remember a few months before Death House, there was that town, forgot where it was, somewhere between Nexton and somewhere. Now it's kind of a blur. We went into that town in a, just hours before there had been a cart accident. Two carts collided at a pretty high speed. And there were like seven passengers. Yes, I remember. You didn't hesitate. You saw the wreckage slowly being cleaned up and a handful of people along the side of the road being bandaged up. You walked right over without a word 
and made sure every single one of them were healed back. That's different. That was that different. My healing powers have been granted to me. It would it would not it would not do to just keep them to myself. So don't. What do you mean? Well, you used to do that all the time. I don't understand. You haven't done that in a while. I mean, sure, you've been healing me, and you've been healing us through situations, and anybody with us, but that's trouble we're finding. That's bounty hunting. That's DMP. But you haven't been a wanderer for a while. A cleric. I've been a cleric this whole time. Not how you used to be. And I guarantee you talk to anybody who encountered you years before Death House, they would have accused you of being the most selfless person they've ever met. I do declare that Wanderer in White is an angel on Earth. <laughs> Too bad she's hanging out with that hooligan gunslinger. <laughs> you should try doing that again. It's not my brand of uh, altruism, I suppose. But it always made you feel better. You always felt calmer after you did that. My brand of altruism. Everybody's got their own. Think about it. And she kind of looks pensive for a moment. If it is alright with you, Talia, I would rather we ride back to Elpike. I would prefer that as well. Really? Yeah. Not just because of... No. I miss the road. Oh, I, I will be the first to admit that little trick of yours, getting from one place to the next, is mighty handy if we need to get there quickly, but... I don't feel like a wanderer anymore. So let's wander. Is it alright if we wander towards a destination? Because... I put my arm around you. And I lean against you. I feel so lost. And I don't know how to find myself again. Start back at the beginning. See where that leads you. Got something for you. Oh? Mm hmm. I kind of shrug off my coat. And then uh, I, I pull back my shirt. Mm -hmm. And. I've got the bobbed wire that wraps around mm -hmm. my uh, my chest and goes down into my arms. Mm -hmm. Sitting on top of the bobbed wire mm -hmm. is a silk moth. Like it's perched there. Mm -hmm. And in the wings on top, there's like hints of a purple color. Mm -hmm. And the bottom part of the wings is hints of a, of a pink color. But the rest of it's white. Look at it. Right over my heart. Celine starts crying. Oh, honey, I'm sorry. No, it's. I just lean into you. It's it's beautiful. Just a reminder. 
I kind of delicately touch it because I'm not probably still else. But I figured, you know, you're the you're the moth, but the wings are the kids. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. Thanks. Did it out? I mean, oh, it out, didn't it? Oh yeah, it hurt. But I've been shot multiple times. <laughs> Yes, but you are also the ones that, like, cries when you stub your toe. Okay, that's way different than getting shot. Exactly. You, like, cry when I have to clip your nails. That, you really close to the quick with those. I never, I have never, I have never nicked you once. No, but you get close. You know, everyone had to clean you up after Clankshaft. Okay, but that. the whiniest, whiniest person. I was manly about it. Sure. I'm glad you like it. I do. When do you want to head back to your bike? Soon. Yeah. Tomorrow? Perhaps. I think we got to all the festivals if we could. Yeah, I mean, it's week long, but... I think I might get itchy. Yeah? Too many people? Yeah. I mean, I can handle it, but... Uh, a week long of it? Mm. <laughs> exactly. Mm. You know how many times can we scale that guy? Oh, now I want to stay. Come back every day. Come back every day. With different with questions. Hats of disguise on. Oh, oh, there you go. <laughs> no, I think. I think that would get boring. I think that would get boring. No, I don't. I want to head back to Airpike and see if they've got any news. But the long way. That will be nice. Anyway, I just lean, fire... lean on you. Watch the fireworks. I think we'll just stay there till we're done. Alright. The fireworks actually wrap up close to midnight, like 11-ish, actually. Oh, boy. How's the kid? He eventually, like, comes back, probably, like, around 10. And he he's seeming pretty sleepy. Yeah, me too. Just I'm just like, leaning on you, like... Oh. Yep. Oh, Alright. And Jared's also leaning on you on the other side. <laughs> no, he's leaning on me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> suppose I should get you guys back to the hotel. We don't have a hotel, we have a house. Yeah, but we have a hotel room. Right. Yeah. Do you want me to put you in the house and I'll go back? Yes. Yes. I want you to carry me too. Okay. Is there a tree nearby that's like away <laughs> from people? I'll say yeah, sure. Okay. So I open up and did Jareth get up on his own volition or is he like yeah. dead asleep? No, he got up on his own. Okay. Yeah. I pick her up then. Okay. And I carry her into the house. Hip check Jareth a little bit. Gently. Mm-hmm. Good night, kid. Night. That hat looks funny. <laughs> Don't listen to her, it's fantastic. <clears throat> I drop you off in the bed. Ah! Not drop you, drop <laughs> you off. Yeah, just, just, all right. <laughs> all right, good night. This whole over. All right. Oh, I have to play shit. Oh, the Undertaker, you're awesome. Good night. <laughs> And I'm going to go back to the end. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Fey Wild West, presented by Let's Be Legendary Podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to leave us a rating and review. It helps us out a lot, and we'll read your reviews on the podcast. We're all over social media, and you can find links on our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com. 
We'll also have a list of links in our show notes. Our Discord server is a pretty active place these days, so please stop by and say hello. You can find a link to that too in the show notes and on our website. If you want to go a step further, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get to listen to episodes two days before the general public does. Plus, you'll get exclusive sneak peeks of new art, DM and player notes, deleted scenes, bloopers, and more. You'll also get access to Bonus Round, a limited exclusive series run by our patrons. We have a lot planned this year, so we hope you'll join us. Talia Argent Gray is played by Chris Sass Council. Celine Argent Gray is played by Megzi Sass Council, and our dungeon master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Producer and manager is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Producer, art director, and assistant mixer is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. And our producer, director, editor, and mixer is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects can be found in the show notes. Celine's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Amrit S. Brar, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.